0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Welcome once again to another matchday edition of the Leeds Up Podcast. I'm Paul, and today I'm joined by Andy. Hello. And James. Hello. And today we're going to be discussing our home fixture with Arsenal. Coming up, we discuss our head-to-head record, the lineup. Give our predicts for the game, and then, as always, we'll have a little natter afterwards with our immediate thoughts and feelings on the game. How are you doing, guys? Good, thanks,
2: mate. How are you? You've been, you've had a very busy week, Paul. You've been on um, an Arsenal podcast. What's it called? Askcast.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. No need for that language. Well, it, it was very kind of Andrew Mangan over at Arse Blog to invite us to go and have a chat and uh, preview the game.
0: Is he a comedian, Andrew Mangan? I've, yeah, it sounded like it, didn't it? And there's somebody else who was a comedian. Got our oh, Stephen Mangan, Andrew Mangan. Yeah, I, I think it's Stephen Mangan. Oh, is Andrew Mangan any funny? Or is, it boring? is it boring? Boring, boring. arsenal. no! Did you
1: Did you not listen to it?
0: <laughs> no, mate. I did not listen to it. <laughs> I don't listen to our podcast. Not any drivel. It's true.
1: Oh dear. Well. Our head-to-head record versus Arsenal um, was very good until the last seven games where we've lost uh, six of the seven, but we've won 41, drawn 32 and lost 47. Yeah, most recent meetings have tended to involve Thierry Henry and him having uh, having us for breakfast.
0: Can we just go back onto our space for a minute? Did he sing Magnum style while you were doing your podcast? Oh, God.
1: Listen, it was very kind of him to invite us on and he asked if we wanted to plug our podcast and he said, you know, why might Arsenal fans want to listen? I said, look, if after the game you might want to listen to a review. And if they get to the start bit and it's just you slating them for no good reason, that ain't helping.
0: Like right, most Leeds fans don't listen to our podcast so why would a lot of Arsenal fans listen to it? He's got a point.
1: Fair point. Well, team news is in. Is yeah. it? Oh
2: yeah, we're close yeah. to kickoff.
0: We it? are. Do you want to guess? We're guessing, we're guessing. Um wait, 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 before we start guessing, can I tell you something? Go on. I'm really excited for today. As you can tell by my giddiness, but yes, we can. I think this could be oh, you know, no. this is the first opportunity for us to put, in my opinion, potentially our strongest lineup out. And I'm hoping that I'm gonna be proven right in a second, Paul.
1: Go on, then what's our strongest lineup?
0: Ilan Mehier. Correct.
1: Uh, Luke Ayling, in my opinion, yes. Well, they're both playing.
0: Yes, Anymore? Cooper and Cock.
1: Yes, Cooper and Cock.
0: Dallas left back. Yes, Calvin Phillips. Yes. Oh. Oh. This is looking good. This Rafinha. Oh,
1: it is Rafinha.
0: Oh, Mateus Click.
1: Correct.
0: Oh. oh, right. And now I'm going to go. Rodrigo? No. Ah, oh. the bench. Jack Harrison? Yes. Bamford? Yes. So, where where is Rodrigo away from our perfect lineup?
1: Yeah, and who do you think is playing instead?
0: Oh, Pablo's injured. Roberts will be on the bench as the other attacker.
1: This is good deduction. Where are you going?
0: I'm either going to the... A player who broke through the academy, or I'm going to... Macedonia. and I'm going to go the academy. Jamie Shackleton. Is no, injured. injured? You I... should
1: have gone to Macedonia. Is Johnny starting? He is.
0: So you're putting Alioski on the left, Harrison on the right, and Rafinha down the middle.
1: I believe. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out, won't we?
0: Calvin's back. We're going to win. Boom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. So. You're pleased with that lineup then, Andy?
0: Uh, yeah. I, I, I'd, I'd have started Rodrigo, but if he's still got a bit of the old Rona and uh, let him give it to the bench rather than the team.
1: I
2: think they are, when they're on the bench, they do socially distant, So uh, don't worry.
1: Yeah, I don't think they actually go on a bench, do they? They sit in different seats in the crowd
0: where we should be. <laughs> well, this is it, mate. I don't know if you've noticed, but I've uh, only purchased the away shirt and I'm rocking the away shirt. Do you know why?
1: I, I thought you were confused as I am wearing a white shirt today, but
0: tell us. At the moment, every game's in a way there because we're not there. Very much so. Today should have been one of them days. Paul sent me a message earlier saying, in a completely parallel universe, where the German market, absolutely offers noodles, drinking hot dogs, and smashing some beers in, but instead, we're not.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, now I'd be saying, Andy, we really need a taxi to the ground. We really need a taxi to the ground. And you'd be like, mate, it's quarter to it. it Don't kick off for 45 minutes. Give it half an hour.
0: Jägerbomb, <laughs> yeah, Mr. Uh, Paul.
1: I know. I you know. were Uber picking us up. Yep. So that's, uh, that's another universe. But in this universe, we're uh, left scouring the opposition forums to see what the Arsenal fans think about this. I thought, oh, no. you're best,
0: I thought you were best friends with the Arsenal now, and not they told you uh, all the inside secrets this week?
1: Well, they did actually. The, the Arsenal fans are a little bit worried in that they had a 3-0 uh, defeat against Aston Villa. They're not creating a great deal and they want the team to be more aggressive and uh, on the front foot and attacking. Now, what they were sort of discussing was that they don't believe that that's Arteta's way and that he is a principled man similar to how Bielsa is. But what makes the fixture intriguing is that we've both come out of heavy defeat, whereby our styles had been questioned by by some fans, by the media. I read an article uh, in The Guardian today, I think it was Simon Johnson, I think he was called, saying essentially, we're going to get beat heavily quite a lot this season um, I, I couldn't tell whether he was having a not so sly dig at Bielsa or or the players. He, he was he mentioned that, that we had the seventh highest wage bill in the championship, and that's reflected in the team. So, but the Arsenal fans they know that their best chances are going to come on counterattacks, and they've got frightening players on the counterattack. So it's going to be about. It's got to be about how fit Phillips is and how well he can slot back in and break up those attacks and, and do that role that he's done so well for us. It's true you don't
2: know what you've got until you've gone because we've uh, really missed Calvin, haven't we? And I think he will be make a big difference today. The other thing as well is Cock had, um, he got a, a lot of blame for that heavy defeat to Spain um, in the international break. And, and I feel like he could come into this game, you know, and, and actually, like you said in the last game, Andy, you thought Cox was going to be your man of the match. You were like, Cock's going to be man of the match. And then, stupidly, you held that together as your man of the match opinion at the end as well. But actually, I was right, I was right. <laughs> but actually, I think, uh, I think, I think he's going to have a good game and I think we'll see a different side to us defensively. And, yeah, people might say we're going to concede the most goals this season, we're going to concede a lot of goals, but, we also learn a lot from from the negative stuff that happens to us, and I, and I think a lot of that is just people trying to make easy comments because we've conceded eight goals in the last two games. But I don't think um I don't think there's anything to worry about.
0: I echo that one hundred percent. If you look at the actual eight goals we've conceded, yeah, <laughs> the the first one of the eight was a cock up. Hey, <laughs> banter, but it was wasn't It that was an awful mistake, right? And then. In both games, we should have got back into it straight away. I know, scrap that. Bamford should have scored before the cock-up. But you, you, you get my point. If in that Palace game, Bamford's goal that was given offside for his point in is given, it's a completely different game. That Costa own goal is a freak own goal and you 3-1 down at half-time, but it should be going in probably 2 all or worst-case scenario, 2-1 to Palace. Then the next goal's it and we're chasing, chasing, chasing. You're going to get done for it. It's going to happen if we're going to chase the game and go for it. And I thought we played well. I don't think we deserve to be on minus three goal difference. I think we should be probably even par.
1: Well, our our XG against is, is 2.06. So it's going to be tough if we've got to score two goals a game to have a chance of a point.
0: Not just that, though. It's, that's all bollocks, that. Because if you look at... If it is... Nick, come on. If you look at how many times we've had our players... Our preferred centre half pairing together, for example, and then the preferred centre half pairing together with Calvin in front of them. It's not very much. Soon Might be never a...
1: if, if if it turns out that Lorente is uh, actually our first choice centre back.
0: Yeah, Captain Coop's, mate. Go on. Oh, yeah, but Lorente looks good, doesn't he? Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> my, my point is that we've not had a starting three in those positions together often. Does it happen twice in eight games? Yeah. So, you know, let's have a go and see what happens. I, I think today's a real proving ground, a proving mark. Today's one that feels like a bit of a line-drawing sans go.
1: So, the referee for today's game is Anthony Taylor.
0: Oh! There goes the positivity.
1: Well, he, his fixture for us earlier in the season was the Fulham game, which you and your mate Calvin believe uh, he harshly gave away well, awarded a penalty against uh, against Robin Koch in the second. It, it was a joke. It's easier to not go through the. He ref the game at the Emirates earlier this calendar year when he refused to book Jaka. Tony entry. Taylor's a
0: weapon there.
1: <laughs> and uh, he also ref the uh, playoff semi-final, home and many, many others. But you know,
0: it's due a, think... a good one. It's still a good one,
1: Charlie. Well, we won that other game, didn't we, against uh, against Fulham? So, he fingers trying, crossed. It was trying to fix it, though, wasn't it? Tell you what, I'd like to pick up on which I forgot to say earlier. Did you see that Arsenal had one of their star players sleeping on an airport floor the other night?
2: Well, I think it's about time these footballers were brought back down to earth, wasn't it? They earn far too much money.
1: That's what they should be doing.
0: Good playing banter, that being brought back down to earth. Go on, lads.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but they. It, it seems very strange what they've got a couple of um they've got a couple of players that have tested positive for COVID. Uh, their summer signing party was out injured and Obama yang has been sleeping on the floor. Apparently William's had a ding dong with David Louise and he's been in Dubai during this break.
0: I think Nah, David Louise chid that Ceballos, didn't he?
1: Oh, that was it. Yeah.
0: Popped popped him on crunk. Really? i in training, give him
1: a little dig. So it's um, yeah, very strange, very strange going on at Arsenal at the moment. But if they, if, yeah, and Arsenal are saying that they won't let Aubameyang play again after he ended up to sleep on the floor at Banjul International Airport. And I tell you what, I've been to Banjul International Airport, and it's it's now Leeds Bradford.
0: Where is it? I don't say Banjul, Gambia. You've been Gambia. Yeah. What'd you do there?
1: Lad's holiday. Not your traditional lad's holiday destination, which is why we went.
0: You went on a lad's holiday to Gambia?
1: Yeah. Who
0: are you (laughs) all (laughs) lads? Oh, it was funny. It doesn't sound, it sounds bloody awful. Anyway. No, not anyway. I need to hear a lot more about this trip. We might have some listeners in Gambia,
1: Andy. It was brilliant. It was great. We went to a resort in the Gambia um, and had a few nice day trips out day trip to senegal did a yeah all kind of stuff <laughs> it's, not
0: like, it's not like it's like a like a strip in magaluf is it i can't imagine the gambian yeah yeah
1: all i'm yeah. saying is badrill airport i could imagine that obama young didn't have the most luxurious surroundings what's the
0: local
1: in bangle it was, it was some kind of like i don't know it was very it was very necessary because it was very hot well, that just dehydrate you. Well, we had the swimming pool for tactical uh, resets. Anyway. Why are you drinking pool water? What's your prediction for the game? 2-0 Leeds United. Oh, straight in there. No hesitation.
0: No, I, I think we'll be all right today. I think because they're missing that party and we've got Calvin back, we'll have a decent run at the midfield. I, as I was hoping Rodrigo would play, but I think Rafinha could just be an absolute baller. I think we'll win 2-0.
2: Speaking of uh, Calvin Phillips, when are we signing Jay Z?
1: <laughs> Who knows? I wonder, That's
2: what, position
0: it, I wonder what position he plays.
2: We should probably just say if people don't know what we're on about, but Leeds have partnered with Rock Nation this week, which I believe is a company of Jay Z's. And uh, they or both parties paid for that beautiful mural of uh, Calvin Phillips on the calls in, uh, in Leeds. And it's, it is pretty awesome,
0: isn't it? Bloody awesome. I'd like to see a uh, big Sean and Jay-Z at Ellen Road one day. That would have been mint. obviously, when were there, not before us. That would be a right kick in the balls, wouldn't it?
2: Well, exactly. I think I wrote on Twitter the other day, where was Jay-Z at Sutton? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll tell you where he was. Where was he? In New York. Concrete, jump. see what I did there. James, what's your prediction?
2: 99 nil. 99-0. I've got 99 problems but uh,
0: <laughs> arseface ain't one <laughs>
2: um, we don't do draws do we we either do heavy wins or heavy defeats 3-0 leads
0: pretty sure I do against Man City
2: oh you know what I mean
1: well I'm going to go 1-1
0: that's not a Jay-Z reference I don't know any
1: Jay-Z references
0: I think we're, we're going to be doing some big pimping today and score some
1: goals. <laughs> well, what's your final word before the game? Oh,
0: I,
2: I don't have any puns. I'm, it's going to be fairly serious. But not serious, you know what I mean? Uh, shut. We need to shut the door on the last two defeats. Forget about them. And... I also want to shut up all these annoying pundits like Martin Keown was having a few words about Leeds and sort of saying that we, you know, we get like Bielsa was getting our tactics wrong and all that stuff. And I just think, who are you? So I just want to shut up people like that, to be honest.
1: Let's beat Arsenal. That seems reasonable.
0: (laughs) Thanks. I'm pumped. I'm really excited. Uh, It's ridiculous because how can you get excited when you're sat at home on your own drinking Heineken, when you should be either at the game with the boys or the boys should be here, we here, you, and you're enjoying it. Um, that's the biggest thing I miss about football, in all seriousness, is hanging out with you lot and having a good old time. Leeds is brilliant, but it's a byproduct to the bigger thing, isn't it? Leeds is a passion that brings us all together. I want us to be all together watching it. But having said that, I'm absolutely pumped for today. Can't get me around it. I'm absolutely buzzed.
1: Well, I'm not quite on the same level that you're at, but I'm going to go with curious because I think it will be, we've got Calvin back in, we've got Rafinha starting for the first time. I'm also curious to see that his name is actually Diaspiloli. Uh So, yeah, I'm excited, but after those two defeats, I do think I've been a little bit more grounded. So, we'll see how it all pans out, and we will speak after this.
0: Last can trips to Gambia! It.
1: If, like me, you've been looking for the perfect gift for the Leeds United fan in your life, or let's face it, for yourself, head over to shop.leadstat.com to check out our online store and we should have something to meet your needs. Recent additions include our Christmas range, featuring the design work of the wonderfully talented Russell Walker. If you want to be the envy of all on the Christmas party Zoom call, then take a look at our festive t-shirts and jumpers, with prices starting at $15.99. Our full product range includes prints, mugs, and t-shirts, all designed in collaboration with talented LUFC fan artists such as John Tregonning and James Sanders. Head over to shop.leadstat.com and keep your eye out at Leadstat on social media for upcoming offers and promotions. Well, we're back, and it's finished. Leeds United nil, Arsenal nil.
0: Where do we start, guys? Well, whose bastard groundsman is it? So that Kale fella. Has he been putting Miracle growing? Pissing posts.
1: <laughs> uh, well, we've hit the woodwork three times. We've had twenty-five shots, of which four were on target. Did did you did, well, you predicted two nil, Andy, really instinctively, did we? So a nil nil draw with all them shots. How does it fit in with your expectations for the game?
0: It should have been 2-0 to Leeds United, shouldn't it? I thought we absolutely put them under pump, But I think the thing you've got to be concerned with is concerns, probably the wrong word. Confused about is that when the chances finally fall to two of the wrong people. So in the first half it's come to Click's left foot, it's come to Ailing's left foot, it's come to Dallas's left foot. Bamford was unlucky. He had two very good chances. Good header as well in the second half. It, we should have won that game. There's no ifs and buts about it, really.
1: Thinking through it, then, of those chances, we, because obviously we've had 25 shots. Some of them were, were miles off target. Some of them were much closer. We've hit the hit, hit the woodwork three times. Which one stood out for you as should have done better?
0: Click in first half. Alien first half. Dallas in first half.
2: Yeah, Rafinha sort of slipped, didn't he, when he was like on the edge of the 18-yard box, and he whacked one in the stands. But yeah, it, it happens, doesn't it? It, it? these games happen, unfortunately, and it's it's happened today when it would have been nice to have a win. Leads that. Yeah, when had, they've a, we've had quite a few people tweeting us exactly that. I don't like our
1: namesake in that realm. They go down to ten men. Blah 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 blah. Leads that yeah yeah quite a few <laughs> not, not to belittle people who are tweeting into us but yeah that's essentially what they all say
0: thing is though they were absolute horse weren't they if you think about it they actually played better with 10. they
2: haven't scored in open play for like eight hours have they eight hours of football um and when i mean i messaged you in the group didn't i when they went down to 10 men and said that's it we'll probably lose this so i fe- i actually feared arsenal with 10 men more than I did eleven because you knew Definitely. You, Definitely. you know you know that they just they just stay as a compact team and they play on the counter a bit like Leicester um, but even more so with ten men it's like all they can do is pack behind the ball because they they're sort of clawing for a point and a bonus if they manage to get a goal and then and to be fair they came close a couple of times as well and so yeah to be honest. I'm not pleased, but I'm glad we got something out of that game because we could have easily got nothing.
0: I'd say what would have been the ultimate leads that moment was the penalty shout against Cooper because <laughs> that's the same penalty that Cock got given give against him against Liverpool, wasn't it?
1: Similar. Similar kind of incident.
0: Similar or exactly the same?
1: Well, Cooper was diving yeah. on the floor and it hit him square on the elbow, whereas Cock was... Yeah, you're of- right, you're right.
0: Cock was diving towards the floor and it hit him direct on
1: his arm. So, yeah. No, Cock was stood up and it bounced off his knee onto his arm. So it was totally different, really.
0: But, but his, if, his knee was going towards the floor. On yeah. Cock. How do you think he did today?
1: It disappointed me agreeing with Gary Neville, but he was right. Every time he got the ball in the second half, he was trying to force the issue. He wasn't... He but wasn't... He's a like, it
0: centre-half. It's, it's not flipping Pablo Hernandez, is he? No, but that's not his
1: job. His job in that position in that system, and this may be just uh, getting used to it, or it, it may be a reaction to the fact that he's been beat six 0 the other night. His um, role there is to get the ball on the deck out wide, and he's just scooped it. And actually, when he was started putting it on the deck and putting it through, it started to go much better. And that's when we got it into Rodrigo, and we were getting
0: a bit of joy. And you know, we we're inches away. But when you're the man over, running forward, and you're the man over, it's pretty hard not to try and play that killer pass, isn't it, surely?
2: Yeah, but like Paul says, it's not his role. All I can think of is what coaches scream to you as a kid where they say, play it easy, play it easy. And it's like, especially when they're down to 10 men. Yeah, Robin, just play it easy. Slowly work our way into the box, break them down, get them tired, score a goal. We don't need to rush in.
1: No, I don't think he's going to get the message quite as calmly as that this week. To be honest with you, I think he's going to get that uh, force fed to him.
0: So go on then, let's look at the key moments then. Alioski has been headbutted, agreed?
2: I mean, he has gone down like he's been hit by some sort of Luftwaffe bomb. But um, I mean, yeah, it was a sending off, but uh, Alioski definitely made the most of it. But fair play, he would do in that scenario.
1: It's been handbags, hasn't it? Handbags, handbags. And then Pepe just stood up and squared, nutted him in the, <laughs> you know. He's, I don't know why Taylor had to look at the monitor.
0: I don't even think that there's been handbags, handbags, handbags. You're looking at a player who's been bought for 70 odd million quid with the weight of the world on his shoulders and such expectations. You don't expect him to lose his noodle against our lovely little Gianni Elioski, do you?
1: And Janny's never been known to wind anyone up. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was winding up after the game, Money Tierney was going after him. I didn't see what happened, but... No, it it I've seen a clip of it after and it like Tierney looks like he's fully lost it. Like like he's possessed trying to get to him and he's got just a load of people dragging him away and Cooper obviously going over and dragging him away. But whatever <laughs> he's said or done, he's made him go inc- incredible Hulk.
0: They've probably had too many iron brews after that David Marshall penalty save, aren't they?
2: What do you think Liam Cooper's got over to him and say, Don't worry about him, Kieran? He does it all the time in training. You just sort of learn to ignore him. But
0: probably. And then if you look at the rest of the game, it's, as you say, Paul, it's really hard not to get wound up by a group of Gary Neville, but most things he say are bang on, aren't they? Um, it felt a bit like the big bad wolf offing, puffing, but can't blow the bloody wall down, it? Rodrigo came very close after a, a first wild one Then he hit the bar, didn't he?
1: That looked about a foot wide of the post. The first one... Yeah, it was.
0: How big are your feet? It was closer than you think. But then he hits the bar, yeah? That was a little bit closer. Depends how big your feet are, doesn't it? (laughs) And then you're kind of going, ah!
1: Next one would have been in.
0: We were so close, weren't we? You think, should he have been brought on earlier?
1: I know that this is a Captain Hindsight moment, but did either of you feel like, particularly in the second half after the red card, that we want to play right till midnight?
0: I thought we'd score the ninety-six minute. You know, Tony Taylor's finally let us play on for a little bit and you're going, hey up, hey up, hey up. A massive positive leads that to a moment. The bar were big. The posts were big. Their keeper made a great save from Dallas. It was just one of them, wasn't it? I, you, you can't really say it's a bad performance, but you've got to ruin your chances. You've got to ruin your chances because... The chances ultimately fell to midfield and to defenders.
1: I think there's a lot to take from that game. I think there's a lot to learn. but And we're going to keep learning. However, the biggest positive that I will spin of this is we've conceded eight goals in the previous two games and then we've just kept a clean sheet against Arsenal. And their league position isn't going to be Arsenal where they are Arsenal can't score. It's irrelevant really, isn't it? It, they they ought yeah, to be you're right it, but,
0: you're right we didn't concede against a team that can't score irrelevant well, absolutely fantastic analysis but hang on a minute paul's on something because
2: they had plenty of um set pieces that they could have scored from it's open play they haven't scored in so you know we we defended well on our set pieces
1: andy's on to something as well it's called nine cans of heineken and <laughs> and it has a severe influence on the way the second half of the podcast goes <laughs> but there you go
0: <laughs> Nine comes. No. no comment. It's all right. Wait a minute. Let's call it. Number 10, Johnny Alioski. Is he man of the match? Yes or no? He's not mine, by the way.
2: Please drink responsibly.
1: Everyone and Andy. I think everyone uh, played reasonably well. Um, I, I would like to have seen. Well, you're both cock
2: bashers, aren't you? You just you just want to love him. You just want to love him. You want him to be Ben White this season and he's not, unfortunately. He's not bad, though, is he? He's a good player. He's a good player. I think, um, like we said in the last game, he is full of talent. He's very good. Very good defender. I think he's just got to get a bit more experience in the BLC system. And consistency, we talked about it in the first half. You know, his pairing at the back has been swapping and changing since the start of the season.
1: What are you doing, Andy? Recycling. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that on Cork. Recycling. I'm a man of the match, Andy.
0: I've got a man of the match, and it goes against things that I've been saying, but before I want to do that, I want to talk about Rafinha. How do you think he played? Because I was very much excited for his uh, first league start. thought he did okay, but I thought he'd absolutely ignite, and I was a little bit disappointed.
1: I think he faded in the game. When we needed things to go through him more, he stopped doing. And I don't know why he showed glimpses again. And I think if he can, it's, it's that keyword consistency. If he can hit that level of consistency, once he gels and and fully fits into this team, he's gonna create chances. I'd much rather see him playing them than Pervader at the moment. Was Costa on the bench? Why is Pervader coming on instead of Costa? That's what I want to know.
0: I thought they did all right when he came on. He's a bit of a loose cannon. He's the kind of person you want against that 10-men kind of scenario, isn't he? That a bit of complete unpredictability. He did that against Tierney. Anyway. He came back in, came back in, came back in, went straight back out and played a great ball in. It runs to Bill and Bill couldn't finish. It's on their foot. It's very unfortunate. Do
2: you know what I think of Rafinha? I think he reminds me of someone else in our team, and it is Jack Harrison. I think when Jack Harrison first arrived, he was brilliant up and down the wing. He was brilliant at attacking, great first touch, loads of skill on the ball, brilliant at defending. But we were so frustrated with that final ball into the box or that final shot. And that is exactly what happened today. Like Rafinha is, to me, watching him, he's such a, he's better defensively than Costa. And he's very, very good at going forward. And I think there's so much more to come from him. It's early days and he is exactly like Jack Harrison was when he first came.
0: Apart from well, one massive thing. First touch. Oh, when Jack Harrison had that first touch against Bella in first half. Oh, the amount of ectoplasm flying around my living room was disgusting. He's got a left
2: foot like a pillow, hasn't he?
0: Oh, I would sleep on that for days.
1: Back to Rafinha quickly, Bielsa said... It was a positive performance, but not enough to shine. He contributed to help the offense performance of the team. That's fair, isn't it? Yeah, I trust what he says on it.
0: Anyway, go on the man of the match. Who have you got?
1: Oh, I end up going back to Stuart Dallas in these kind of situations. If we don't win him, we we end up being solid and he's been asked to do all kinds of uh, roles again. He's coming and playing in a diff he hasn't played left back today. His book oh. was a bit
0: silly though, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, he was. I to be honest, I I thought the substitution was going to be half-time Dallas off and Rodrigo on because of the amount of minutes that Dallas has played for Northern Ireland and where he was playing on the pitch. Uh, so when Aileen when went off, I was a, a little bit surprised, but he obviously felt that Stuart Dallas was still offering a little bit more. So I'm I'm going to stick with that. James? Well, first of all, I, I just want to say uh I've messaged
2: you guys before and I thought it was just so emotional at the start of the game. It made me really miss it because we've had a, cu- a couple of weeks break as well and then come back and you think, oh yeah, we should be there. And I thought it was great what the club did with the um, the iPad at the start of the game where they were showing that young Elliot. Who's,
0: Outstanding, mate. Outstanding. Great reference.
2: Um, yeah, he, I thought it was lovely. It was, a, it was a really nice touch by the club, really nice touch by Liam Cooper to bring Elliot out as the uh, club mascot and uh, yeah, I thought it was lovely and um, but in terms of man of the match i would say for me it's an obvious one but calvin phillips i thought he was fantastic today he was there was there was moments in the game where they could have quite easily been in on goal and he managed to stop it and it just made me realize even more so like how much we've missed him recently and you know that could have been 10 times tougher game for us if, if he wasn't in it and i just i just thought he was exceptional he did everything right he got a yellow card unfortunately but he, he was spot on today.
0: I tell you what, it could have been a red two. If uh, Tony Taylor had given us the yellow, it could have been an naughty one. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you, but I'm going to touch on what you said because when when Phillips went down to his knee, I thought, oh my days, we're in so much trouble now because I thought he was doing well and we looked like a decent, well-balanced team once again now that he was back in. But my man of the match goes to Matthias Click and I know he missed a couple of decent chances, but he was everywhere and was starting everything and was all over the park. I think if he'd scored one of those goals sorry, if he'd scored one of those chances, it'd have gone down as one of those bloody hell. How lucky are we to have Matthias Click when what's he called? That um oh that geezer who's on what's it called? Monk. Monastery fella Gary, uh, Gary sent him off to Holland for a bit. He used to be it's Jeffrey Wednesday boss, Middlesbrough boss for a bit. Snake Karanka oh, he's a bit of a wh- Uh, yeah, yeah, Gary Monk, yeah, him <laughs> says click's not good enough. And well, now look at Matthias' click. Is it one him? It was Christensen. Was it Christensen? <laughs> <laughs> 10 well, meters. And that nine and a half. I'm going really to start. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? It's like he 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 should have been cast aside and gone and disappeared. And I thought they were good again. He's consistent. He's a bit like Stuart Palace, but not quite as well received. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. But yeah, Click had a good game. If you could have scored, you've got to look at Dallas, like Paul said. Dallas could have scored twice easily and didn't. One was a brilliant save. One was an awful skewed shot. Click Sky both, but Click on a good game.
1: Right, guys, I'm going to tell you my final word is settle, as in I'd settle, settle no, for no. that. Yeah, the beautiful part of the world, but I would have, I would settle for that, eventually. Oh I no,
0: think. no, no! This is where we miss Matt. You've never settled well, for no. a point. Take is, a take a word. Is, go on. This is this is where I can, this is where oh, I it. no. It was a point gained. Oh, bollocks. it's not a point gained. What planet are you on? You said one all before the game. Now yeah. they answer ten men with half an hour 40 minutes to go. You're gone. Oh yeah, yeah, good point that.
1: Context of the game, we ought to have won. But before, this is oh, this
0: is this is cool for a man who goes in the lads holiday to Gambia. All right, lads, got a great plan. Let's go to Bridlington. Go I'll, on. I'll tell you what, I'll take
2: that draw and let's go to Skegness.
0: Hey, come on, Paul. Who takes a draw against them? It's nil-nil, you've battered them for the first half. You get one cent off, you've got a point gained.
1: Right, first of all, you're not cultured. Let's all go,
0: Uh Let's all go, Gambia, Uh said no, whatever.
1: Effort. Well, I don't think we're going to be getting any sponsorship from Gambian Tourist Board. Uh, despite the plugs we've been giving him, but you know what you'd take one wouldn't you you'd take one you would I'd settle for one yeah after conceding eight in the last two games it's a huge positive to keep a clean sheet full stop I'm gutted that we didn't score and win but it was way more important to keep the clean sheet so we can build on it next game Andy what's your word
0: well you've sorted it for me now (laughs) what is it moron Paul's a moron. <laughs> what point pl- Are you in love with Andrew Mangan off of Face or whatever the podcasts they're on?
1: I might give him a call and see if he fancies doing a post-match.
0: You, you might do. You might also go, well, I don't know what you do to him. But the thing is, how... I, we've done well. It's been a good game. But the, the, the actual feeling is a frustration because we should have seen it to bed. We've the post three times, about once. How can you be happy with that? It's unlucky. We've been unlucky. You can't go, here. i sort of for a point. Off your head, you're a moron. James. Relief? Call me a moron. Go on, James.
2: Disappointed. I know, it's so boring. It's Is that so- in Paul? Is that in Paul or in the result? I'm disappointed with Paul, obviously. Um, and I'm just disappointed with the result. I kind of, I mean, before the game, I said we never draw, which is like kiss of death, really, isn't it? But um, yeah, just disappointed. We we should have that game was ours. It was their ours for the taking. But and I, you know, I like I say, I feared that we would, I feared that we would lose it or it would be a draw when they went to ten men because I knew they would just fit deep and defend because that's what Arteta does. But um, yeah, it's still frustrating and disappointing, but. You know, Everton next week—they're not very good, are they? So, uh, you know, we'll be fine.
0: The positives you've got to take from that are that Rodrigo's had more minutes, and he looked unbelievable when he came on. His vision was fantastic, his touch was fantastic, even his metal—he put a tackle in. He wasn't scared, bang him in from start. You've got your strongest eleven. I pray that Calvin's all right, and I pray that Phil, uh, Harrison's all right. We should be like good to go. We'll do them. What time's kick off?
1: I believe it's the 5.30 Saturday fixture.
0: Right. When's lockdown finish? Week uh, after. Yeah. Oh, for, is this a business? Can we meet up? Can we get loose?
1: I, I believe it's a non-essential business, so probably not.
0: Let's set a poll up on Twitter. Vote now if you think we need to hang out.
1: Listen, lots of people wanting to hang out, and I'm fairly sure that there'll be some uh, new...
0: Speaking of hanging out, how's David O'Leary's daughter got into that game today? That has made me see my ass. Yeah, how's, O'Le- how's O'Leary there? How's his daughter there?
1: He works. Well, Arsenal, doesn't he? his, he da- w- his daughter worked. done, his daughter done. How do you know? You've been checking the payroll of Arsenal.
0: That is bollocks though, isn't it? Really. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen, we're gutted because we should have won. We're gutted because we wish we'd been there. And we're settling for a point because we have to.
0: No, we're not. Oh. <laughs> how, how could a payton fan not go? But David Lee and his daughter could go hang out and have a nice well, old day little day. Nonsense. Well, we're, Absolute we're drifting, nonsense.
1: We're drifting off into a different territory. Let's just... We've had our final words. It could have been worse. I, I love the Gambia and I can't wait to return one
0: day. Hashtag lads on tour.
1: You... <laughs> If, like me, you've been looking for the perfect gift for the Leeds United fan in your life, or let's face it, for yourself, head over to shop.leadstat.com to check out our online store, and we should have something to meet your needs. Recent additions include our Christmas range, featuring the design work of the wonderfully talented Russell Walker. If you want to be the envy of all on the Christmas party Zoom call, then take a look at our festive t-shirts and jumpers, with prices starting at $15.99. Our full product range includes prints, mugs, and T-shirts, all designed in collaboration with talented LUFC fan artists such as John Tregonning and James Sanders. Head over to shop.leadstat.com and keep your eye out at Leadstat on social media for upcoming offers and promotions.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.